0: Hello there, and welcome to Patriot Talk. I'm Caitlin Crappie.
1: And I'm Margaret Baumgartner. So, Crappy, my dude, how are you feeling? How are you doing? It's been a long time.
0: It's been a fat minute. And I currently have a killer headache that might be leading into a migraine. Anyway. We gotta read her. How? Uh, yeah, so I had a good weekend. I went you to did? Gig Harbor with. And visited my grandparents. We were wearing masks and everything. And we had fun. Ate some good food. Talked a lot. Enjoyed the spit. A spit is a long reach of land that, like, goes into a body of water, essentially, I think. Yeah. Just for people who are like, what's a spit? Because I was raised to know what a spit is, but... I've also said that before, and people are like, what the heck, man? And I'm like, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, my brain is a little uh, frazzled. I'm a little uh, frazzled today. dazzle. Frazzledazzle.
1: Frazzledazzle. Um, no, that's, that's good. I mean, it's been rough. We didn't have an episode last week because AP exams were killer to both of us, oh, and yeah. we were just kind of done. So, uh, if you wanted to hear one, sucks for you. Uh, but, you know, we're back now. AP testing is over. People survived, Yay. for the most part.
0: Kinda. I don't think I survived. I think I got killed.
1: How do you think you did?
0: I think I failed one and succeeded at the other.
1: Uh, very nice. How about you? Um, I feel like I did good at three of them, and then one of them is an eh.
0: You took four. Yeah, that's, it's like four. That's disgusting. Why would yeah, you do well, that to yourself? So. Shut up. Because I hate myself, crappie. Only I can talk We've been bad over about this. you. Ah, uh, um, fine. I bought um, myself yeah. a prom dress and a prom outfit because I wanted one, and I have money, and no one can stop me. And I don't know if this is going to make me feel more sad or more happy.
1: Yeah, you know our prom. It's supposed to be this Saturday.
0: <sighs> I could have gone my entire life without thinking about that. Are you too bad? Are you aware that I could have been completely fine without you telling me that?
1: Yeah, it's just weighing on me. Okay. Well, now also, it's stay weighing for on track me
0: too. To what?
1: Stay for track was going to be this week. Oh, so
0: that sucks
1: yeah but you know life goes on okay
0: you can never stop I the march of time friends.
1: the only like fancy long dress i'll ever have is if by some miracle i get married
0: <laughs> by some or miracle like, you're getting it
1: or i'm like a bridesmaid for like my hot friends you know
0: mm. you're gonna get married if that's what you wish with your life
1: very true you will find true.
0: love uh, well, you know what you. I've been doing. What have you been doing?
1: So yesterday, the day before yesterday, and the day before that, I played Minecraft all day with my brother.
0: And oh, that's nice, wholesome.
1: All day. I'm I'm literally talking like all day, like eight hours at least a day of Minecraft. It's
0: a lot of Minecraft. for three
1: days stream. Um. Yeah. We one one day we explored four Nether fortresses and one trip to the Nether. We Conquered a underground water temple. We conquered a bunch of, like, uh, raider outposts. You probably don't know any of the stuff I'm talking about. But, you know, I'm a giant nerd, so just throwing that out there. And I feel kind of bad because I have done nothing but Minecraft.
0: No, that's cool. At least you've done, like... Yeah. I just haven't done anything.
1: That's also nice.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, um, we have some articles that have been published. Ain't that right, Crappie?
0: We do. That's It's astounding. We are actually a... What are we again? We're a newspaper. A newspaper? Publisher? Publishing? Journalists? We're a press. We work. We function. And we actually released articles. Now, I'm going to be talking about the first three that went up around, like, May 13th-ish. May 13th-ish, I think, is the uh, time dates on that. Yes. Okay, the first one we're going to be talking about is Labor Unions, Boeing, and COVID-19 by Rachel Matson. So, personally, I have to come through with this uh, full enclosure that I have personalized to Boeing, meaning my mother works for Boeing. Um, so because Boeing is the reason that I, uh, am a fully fed functional human. I mean, my dad works too and makes a lot of money that way too, but you know, both of them, I have feelings. Anyways, she's covering the emotional struggles because of COVID-19. So Boeing came out with a statement that around, uh, 15% of their employees will end up being laid off uh, by the end of 2020. And that is kind of expected because there's just an economical decline because everything is shut down. And they've also had a lot of uh, bad publicity and all of that stuff with the 737 MAX, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just not a good year for Boeing and because of that, they can't afford to have as many employees. But labor unions are not happy because you can read the article to answer why. And she just goes in and it's really well written because she does provide a lot of evidence and resources to, uh, uh, what do you call it, kind of make it easy to understand for everyone for people that aren't just like an economic god etc or someone with a migraine um, but it brings in the question of the continuing friction of this state of this country just in all the aspects especially economic this uh pandemic is going to bring and the changes that are going to come with it so i think overall we're going to see a lot of layoffs And then specifically in Boeing, it's just been a hard year. Not only because of the pandemic. But it was really well written and I enjoyed reading it. So good job, Rachel. She is a noob this year. I've had her on my news team several times and I've always enjoyed not only watching her uh, get stronger in writing, but watch her just develop as a person over this year. So good job. The next article is called Liberty Student News at Home Edition by Gabby Parrish. She interviewed Martin Hassan Poli. Basically, the uh, student broadcasting LSN is... Doing essentially what we are doing here, which is finding a way to make their media accessible, socially distanced, and uh, available for everyone all over. So the final product is going to be called Some Good News Liberty Edition, taking a model after the John Kurzynski, uh Some Good News series. Like the title suggests... Its main focus is going to be on positive things happening in the Liberty community at this time. Then, its goal is going to be to lighten the mood and cheer up those who watch it. It will feature a wide range of things, like COVID-19 conspiracy theories. And if anyone knows me, I just... I really enjoy a good conspiracy theory. So, everyone should be hyped for that. Um... This was another greatly written article. Margaret, can you tell us a little more about Gabby Parrish?
1: A little more about Gabby Parrish. Well, that girl, she's wonderful. Um, She, this year, is my Mm co-editor for the sports section of the newspaper. Yes, And she's pretty determined. She's an amazing writer and an amazing person. And she really is good with words, unlike I am Exhibit A. Yeah. (laughs) She does a lot of stuff. She does track. She's very involved with the school and all that good stuff.
0: Is that great? Cool. Cool stuff. The next article is a very, I just thought it was just super cute. I really enjoyed the topic. It's called Quarantine Gets Some Color by Allison Stuckey. Allison Stuckey is also a noob. Uh, Liberty sophomores Connor Smith, Lucy Hagenderfer, and Ashlyn McCollum made use of their time at home to try something different. They all dyed their hair. Now, this is a very popular phenomenon. While people are being cooped up, they're doing some weird things to their hair to create a change that they can control, kind of. I really understand this method and ideal like idealism. I do it quite a lot, although I do not damage my hair anymore because uh, it's permed, so I cannot dye over a perm because I'm not trying to ruin my hair. And I did want to give myself bangs, but nor do I have any uh, skills in hairdressing or straight lines. But I also have a very small face, so I just didn't want to take that risk. I'm also pretty, like, close to my hairdresser, April, and I just wasn't ready for that disappointment- like, that disappointed look she would give me, so I decided not to do it. Anyways, back to the article and less about me. So, it's very funny. They talk, she talks a lot about what the students think be, thought before and after they dyed their hair. My favorite quotes was from the reaction of the parents. Um, Connor Smith's mom cried and said that he was way more handsome with brown hair. Ashlyn McCollum, uh, her dad said that it looked too edgy And Hegendorfer said that her mom and sister were in full support and helped her. But her dad thought it was stupid. Uh, I know if I dyed my hair, because I've done, like, temporary dyes, because I like to mix things up every once in a while. One time I used this, like, it was more of a dark pink, but for some reason my dad, like, he came downstairs and he thought it was, like, deep red, and he called me Ronald McDonald for the rest of the day so yeah
1: that's funny i've never done anything like dyed my hair
0: really it's a good time i highly suggest it well my hair
1: like is so dark i would have to bleach it first mm-hmm. and like that's so bad yeah, for your hair it's true or am i dye my hair black
0: i can't say <laughs> anything because um i permed my hair Yeah, I
1: don't, like, do, I don't even, like, blow dry my hair.
0: No, I don't use heat on my, I've never really, like, styled or done much to my hair, because I am so lazy, and I just, I I just don't want to put that much effort into things. So, that's why my hair has been able to hold a perm, because it hasn't really been damaged. The most damage is just, uh, split ends, so. But, Yeah. Her stuff is pretty fun. It's pretty kooky. I like that she uh, focused on sophomores. That's pretty cool because I feel like our press often focuses more on the seniors. Speaking of seniors, uh, with us graduating in two weeks or so, I really just have no sense of time. No concept of life anymore. It's just... Time proceeds on and on and on. And the only thing that can stop it is death. The death of which is high school. Once again. Uh, Yeah, it's ending. Everything comes to an end, and with that is liberty. And to celebrate that, the Patriot Press is going to be writing profiles on liberty seniors that they admire, like think great of, or just happen to know, and that's the only senior they know. Um, yep. Yeah. So you can see that next week. Next week? Next week. I, I gotta get on with
1: that.
0: Yeah, same. I'm lagging behind, but that's also because I have no motivation for life anymore.
1: Mm, it's a vicious circle.
0: Yeah. It is. It's rough.
1: It really, really is. Um... Yeah.
0: Speaking of but, vicious you know, circles.
1: Speaking of circles. Yeah, circles.
0: What about circles? Well, the Earth is round. Yes, spherical. And you
1: know, there's things that happen on the Earth that is that circle that is round. And yeah. Uh, journalists, yeah, they publish, they call them current events. And you know, I have a current event for you. Wow, that
0: was great that really flowed together
1: <laughs> like yeah, a you know, circle we gotta work together for that okay so my current event okay. it's kind of two meshed into one. Oh, so sexy. new zealand oh uh, i do love good new zealand me too i love that i want to go to new zealand same um, that's wonderful <laughs> no, but they had an earthquake two days ago, May 24th. They had a 5.9 magnitude earthquake mm-hmm. that had a couple aftershocks, but the main one, it lasted 15 seconds. So in a span
0: of earthquakes, is that long or short? I think it's about average length,
1: but it's a high ma- that's a high magnitude for an earthquake.
0: So what you're saying is it doesn't matter the saw the length it's more about
1: the motion of the wave huh it's the motion of the
0: ocean yeah
1: so it was like pretty average i guess uh for length wise but it was a strong one um and a lot of people were talking about like you know when it lasts for a couple seconds and then it keeps going for a little bit longer you start to wonder is this you know the big one yeah, but something I really like about this is the New Zealand Prime Minister. She was caught on a live interview when the quake occurred, oh. and so her reaction was live. And she she literally goes like this: "She's like, we're having a bit of a shake here," and she's really calm, collected. She just scans her surroundings to see if anything is like uh, putting her in danger of like falling on her things like that. Um, and so she is actually being highly admired in the public eye for that, for her calmness, for her collectiveness. And for, like, just simply scanning the area, making sure she was safe, and then continuing with the interview. Like, very just on it. But a little background on New Zealand. They actually have a lot of earthquakes. New Zealand has roughly 1,500 earthquakes a year, which only about 100 to 150 of these are really felt by the general public. And also, like, certain areas like this earthquake was more northern so like the southern part of new zealand didn't really feel it um the uh, country lies on tectonic plates on the edge of the pacific uh, you know ring of fire um which roughly has you know like it just has a bunch of volcanoes and everything and you know we are a part of it too here in washington but new zealand is like more directly right on it um so they have a lot of earthquakes Um, several of these earthquakes are magnitude six and above so this earthquake that they just had was 5.9 so it was relatively high still Um, but you know they have a couple of them every year to that magnitude. Um, Almost every New Zealander has experienced like scary ones so they all have their stories and it's kind of uh, almost written off like oh gosh it's another earthquake Mm -hmm. you know and they Mm -hmm. just it's routine it's like kind of expected which is a Interesting way to live, I think.
0: Yeah, um, definitely. The one
1: you can't really know what it's like unless you're in it, you know? Yeah. Um, and here, where we live, we are also on the Ring of Fire. Mm-hmm. And we don't know, we haven't had an earthquake in a long time, like a big one. We've had little, like, two or three magnitude ones, maybe.
0: We've had a lot of little um, ones
1: this year. But we year. haven't really had a big one. And this is the specifically for the Pacific Northwest Cascadia Subduction Zone. Uh, The Cascadia Subduction Zone is centered along a submarine fault just off of the west coast of America, so, like, right off of us. Um, And it's known for its capability of producing magnitude 9 earthquakes. That's not good. um, Which, like, 6 is considered big, right? And so 9 is, like... And this is based off of... uh, historical evidence and geological evidence for a massive tsunami that hit Japan in 1700. And so that's, like, it has happened before to that big of an earthquake, that big of a scale. And, you know, when earthquakes happen over here, it causes tsunamis to hit Japan and, you know, uh, Eastern Asian countries. Um, And then, specifically in Seattle, we have... uh, Um, a 14% chance of another about 9 magnitude earthquake occurring in the next 50 years Um, according to uh, some geophysicists at University of Washington and uh, a US geological survey that was uh, conducted not too long ago and then also it's theorized that if we do have another earthquake it will last for 100 seconds that's like five, six times the length of an earthquake. Um, and then also something we have to consider with earthquake in our area is Seattle. Seattle is built on top of a sedimentary basin and it has soft soil. And this would cause the shock to be amplified even more so. I don't know if this is accurate but like it could produce quicksand very easily because the shaking and cause stuff to collapse and it can be very dangerous. Um. It, yeah so I for people. that's my advice although you can't really watch for them if <laughs> you feel them yeah I think it'll be but, interesting um, just know how to make sure you're in a experiment in like a split in, in, in a life surroundings
0: yeah yeah no definitely I think it's going to be very interesting to see what will happen with the uh just this area, our local area in general, with not just the next current like decade or so, it's just going to be very interesting to see what happens with not only all this ecological, uh, ecological economic, social tensions, cultural tensions, the continuous of overpopulation, it's going to be interesting. It's all going to amount to this huge like catastrophic event, in my opinion.
1: They um, think the world is going to go up and
0: clean. At least our world will.
1: Yeah, both psychologically and physically.
0: Yeah. You not wait for that. It's just kind of,
1: especially right now with COVID-19, it definitely feels like that is a very possible.
0: Yeah, it feels like that, because we're definitely feeling like the end of days.
1: Mm-hmm. There upon
0: <sighs> Yeah. Speaking of, like, end of days, great doom, and dead things. Cadaver dogs! Let's talk. This is our fun fact of the day. Yeah. Cadaver dogs. Do you know what they're being used for? Um, well,
1: cadaver dogs are dogs that sniff out, like, things, right? Yeah. They sniff out uh, all sorts of things. One of which, uh, they're recently being used by archaeologists to, get this,
0: find ancient human remains. So they're going to be like Indiana Jones. But dogs, which makes them a whole lot cuter, yeah. more effective, just better all around. A
1: little, you just get them a little whip and a hat for every mm-hmm. individual cadaver dog that is for human remains. Please.
0: Yeah. Great. Yeah. It's it's just
1: it needs to happen.
0: Yep, yeah. and I want books. And I know want movies, and I want merch. And I want all of it.
1: Yeah, there's the, what Indiana Jones Dog Cadaver. I don't know. There's some like really creative movie title there, but I can't come up with it. Yeah, Indiana Barks. <laughs> no, that was really bad. I Forget I said that. Um, but yeah. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting development and in everything and how they've progressed to find ancient human remains. And then, you know, if you find ancient human remains, could you find civilizations that way? Old mm-hmm. civilizations. Archaeology is pretty cool.
0: Tell me, tell me. You
1: know what else is pretty cool? That's pretty cool? Unicorns.
0: I mean, yeah. Unicorns are pretty dope, man what about unicorns yeah did you know that scotland scotland
1: their national animal is
0: unicorn. their national animal is the unicorn what what are yeah. we we're doing so many
1: things it's been wrong. for what no no but there's there's a reason okay what, what what's the reason it was chosen their national animal, uh-huh. because of its association with uh, dominance and chivalry, as well as uh, purity and innocence in uh, Celtic
0: mythology. Wow! Look at the Celtics. They're doing things right.
1: Yeah. I don't know if anybody else has, like, any other nation has, like, a dragon uh-huh. or something like that, because that'd be cool. That'd Can be our national cool. animal be a dragon? Like forget the bald eagle, okay? Yeah. Can we have a drag?
0: Oh, I got a better one. What if ours was like a griffin? Because you know, be a bald eagle, but then it'll also be like a lion, and that would be pretty dope. But like that would capture America pretty good. Nah, nah. We wouldn't. We can't. No, we can't be like the helper animal. We're like the badass. Like we're gonna dominate you, animal. That sounds so vicious. We we are we are vicious. We are a vicious country kingdom. What are we? Democracy. Um.
1: Uh. Yeah. Republic. "Quote unquote democracy." That's actually just like a elitist society that is run by the elite.
0: But um. Anyways. Hey Maggie, your liberal is showing. Shush. Okay. <laughs> got you. I got you. <laughs>
1: Do you want to debate about something? Not really. I feel like debating.
0: Okay. What are we going to debate?
1: Me either, but we're going to do it, okay? Um, We're going to debate which is better, a hard shell taco or a soft shell taco? Oh, okay. Okay? And I'm going to flip this coin here. mm mm-hmm. um, You call it in the air, and then you get to decide. Cool. Heads or tails? Heads. It was tails. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, to choose a hard shell. Oh! Hard.
0: You're choosing hard shell?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, thank God.
1: <laughs> okay, so you wanted soft
0: shell. Yeah, okay. I really need soft shell. I don't eat hard shell okay. tacos.
1: Well, why don't why don't you go first, then?
0: Well, you see, I have a small mouth. And even smaller hands... So, as you can imagine, eating a hard-shell taco is quite difficult for me. I, I don't know how to physically eat a hard-shell taco. I get the allure of the crunchiness. I get it. But I just... It just ends up dumping all over the sides. And then there's crying. And then there's sadness. Because your taco is, insides is all over the place. And it's like, okay. Maybe... I shouldn't fault it just because I don't know how to have a hard shell taco. But people have tried to show me, but they, they lose stuff out of their taco, too. It's just, like, it's not convenient. It makes it harder. And it's, like, I shouldn't need to know how, like, I don't, shouldn't need directions of how to eat something, you know? And I feel, like, discriminated against the hard shell taco because I am just, like, my mouth is small my hands are small and I, I feel victimized by the hard shell taco. It can also, like, seriously stab you straight in the mouth while you're eating it. So, yeah, soft shells are better because they get all wrapped and nice and yummy. And tortillas are just fantastic. And you're not going to lose your entire, entire meal. And it's just more convenient. It's easier. It really wraps in the flavors real nice. Soft-shell uh, soft tacos. They're just the way to go, man.
1: Well, I'm going to have to just agree here. Hard shell tacos are better. You know, I like living on the edge. I like that risk of getting stabbed in the back of the throat by a taco shell. It's just part of the game, you know? But also, when you think of a taco... You think of that hard shell, you know, like all the memes, all the gifts of tacos. It's a hard shell taco. Soft shell tacos are burritos that are lying to themselves. And that's the truth, okay? Hard shell tacos is the, it's just, a, that's what a taco is. You can't have a soft shell taco. That's a burrito, my dude. It's not real.
0: Okay, but and, you know what's not real? Sorry, I'm just going to jump in because you corn. triggered me. Because the memes and all that, that's like generated by society. So you're just being lured into the belief that that's what a taco should be. Boom.
1: Okay, but a taco is a hard shell, okay? Soft shell tacos aren't, they're just not crisp. You can't just crunch on it. They're a burrito. I'm sorry, but like that's, like, if you have a soft shell taco, in order for it to be a taco and not a burrito, you have to like fry that, and then have it and have it be kind of crispy, but you can still like kind of roll it. That's the only exception, to me at least. I let me hard shell tacos
0: are. What if you add and crunchy? Also
1: you can or zing to it, you know.
0: But what if you add like? What if you take a hard shell? And crunch it up real nice and sprinkle it as, like, a topping inside of a soft tortilla taco shell. No. What if you... Then that's like
1: you took a taco salad and put it in a tortilla shell.
0: Yeah. But with more meat ratio to lettuce ratio. That just sounds good. It's, like, another level. See? You get the best (laughs) of both worlds.
1: Yep, there we go sorry for Ending that debate song. there yeah if you really want a taco you gotta have a taco salad inside of
0: a soft shell yes exactly
1: for sure okay <sighs> speaking about um you know hard shells you know what else has like a hard backing to it
0: not my books I buy paper bags that's right and you know what I'm reading right now well, I
1: mean it's and it fits with you liking soft-shell tacos. Yeah, you know,
0: like it's easier to travel with. And I feel less I feel bad like when things get ruined. Like
1: I like my books how I like my tacos. Really?
0: You like a hardcover? I mean, yeah. I appreciate a hardcover. Like, I, if I Especially was... Especially
1: when you first crunch it open. Uh-huh.
0: But I find, like, that the covering just gets annoying. I like to bring my books into my bath with me. So, there's, like, water damage on all of them. And, like, I appreciate it. It's nice, but it's not the most important thing to me. I could see, like, I have right now with me the book that I'm currently reading. The book that I'm currently reading is The Road by Cormac McCarthy. As you can see here, it's a very simple cover I have. It's just black. And the uh, the road, the title is in white lettering, and then all the other re- lettering is just nice tan, goldy color. It's nice. It's a nice soft book, and I don't feel bad if I damage it. It's more portable. It's cheaper. I enjoy it. It's a good a uh, good situation. But you know what's not a good situation? What situation? The characters are in this plot. Now, this book is phenomenal. I have really enjoyed reading it. It's been a good time. It's the kind of book that makes you think. It's about a dad and his son in a post-apocalyptic world. They don't have any names because it just asks the question of, like, what's the purpose in nothingness? It covers the ideas of human morality and what it means to be good when there is no scale of right and wrong that society plays in our lives. I, um, you listeners can't see this, but I have so many sticky notes. I'm halfway or more through it.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm, like, almost done. But I've really, I've just... I uh, it just fits right now too. It never really says what happened, like what causes the apocalypse, the end, as it calls it in this book. But um, yeah, it's so it's applicable to today, right now, because everyone's like, it's the end of the world. But really, what matters if it's the end or not? Because you know, life just keeps going. Life keeps on ticking, and the whole point of it is to survive uh let me find one of my favorite yeah it's a good read i'm gonna share one of my favorite quotes um the quote is i'm not anything what's the use of being something and nothing and it's one of those quotes that you're like wow it's just like Cormac McCarthy really just does a great job of using words so well that his uh, poise is just very structured. It's Well, there is no sense of grammar in this book because what's the point of grammar if it's being written in a time of nothingness? But it's, like, how he writes, how he structures his sentences, how he explains everything and describes everything. It's very, it flows very well and is easy to just carry you away. I like that. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Again, it's called The Road by Cormac McCarthy.
1: Wonderful.
0: Yes. Now, what's the road to your heart? The Road to My Heart? Well... You gotta know are you, this one song. Are you on the highway? Mm-hmm. And are you gonna write it all night long? No. Oh.
1: But yes. Oh. But no. Oh. Um, no, I'm talking about Piano Man by Billy Joel.
0: Oh, holy heck, man. Dude. <laughs>
1: yeah. I
0: know every lyric of that song. Me
1: too. Me too. Okay. If you don't know who Billy Joel is, you need to learn who Billy Joel is. I'm sorry, but okay, he is phenomenal. He is amazing, and you need to know who he is. I'm not even going to describe who he is because you should know who he is. Moving on. Piano Man. Mm-hmm. This is probably the song he is most known for. He has a nickname, Piano Man. People literally call him the Piano Man. It is an iconic an amazing song.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It arguably is probably one of the best songs ever written, at least to me. It It is, it sets the standards. It's not only a beautiful piece that's so simplistic with like a piano and various little instruments and just Billy Joel singing and singing so beautifully, I might add, but it touches on whether our lives are worth it. Just like your book, you know, it has that deeper question like do i matter is anybody paying attention to what i'm trying to do and like is there a purpose is it worth it all and the question is being answered through this song and inevitably billy joel makes the conclusion that we do make a difference even if it's only in like a handful of people's lives those lives can be improved by others by small notions And, you know, by singing them a song on a Saturday night, like he says in the song, Um, and just improving people's lives, listening to other people, that is how we make the difference that is worthwhile. And if that's not a good song, I don't know what is. Um, Yeah, I really like Billy Joel. He's an amazing singer-songwriter. He's so creative so precise that music actually has the meaning and a delivery behind it um another song that i'm going to talk about that um is also really good completely different uh style complete different time also um is inside out by eve six eve six is an alternative rock and pop punk genre band um this song although it's uh, meaning and delivery is or like its meaning is quite depressing it's about like a dying relationship it's all about doubts and how pride is the only thing that the person is uh, singing has left um, and that's the one thing holding him on well it's like a sad song right but it's really catchy it's upbeat it's raw it's real fun listening I know all of the lyrics by heart. something I really like about you six is they do stuff a bit different they don't like go mainstream stuff um you know the lyrics in the song are really fast and it's just a lot all at once and i like it and it also uses interesting words like rendezvous and oblivion and i don't know i like it almost purely because of that but also because of other reasons um but yeah you should definitely check out uh Inside Out by Eve Sticks. And of course, Piano Man by the one and only Billy Joel. That's my music suggestions.
0: Those are some good music suggestions.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (sighs) But, you know, we do have to think about the deeper things in life. Like uh, Piano Man music makes us think and how your book The Road makes us think. And, you know, something that... We have collected as seniors. We've we have wisdom. We are wise. We're wise. Not, but we can pretend we are. Okay, good. So, we have a question to answer from Emma Decasso. Mm-hmm. She is a noob on the Patriot Press. Yes. Wonderful writer. Mm-hmm. Really sweet. Um, yeah. But her question is, what's one thing you have to do before high school ends?
0: Okay. Well, mine's not going to be like. A singular thing. I think when you're at the end of your senior year, you need to look back. You just take a moment. Be by yourself. Be in a nice meditative state. And look big picture at everything that has been around you this last how long. Like how many four years. That's how many years you are in high school. And even leading up to that. Who has been there and supported you? How has your life turned out? Compare your life to other people's lives. See the point, the different point of views and just bask in your life of taking the next milestone in your life of moving on from childhood into adulthood, into the world unknown. Just before you leave, realize what you've had and what you've experienced because you're never going to experience anything like it again.
1: I wholeheartedly agree with you. I don't think there's one thing you need to do before people. I think it's an experience that you have to go through and you kind of have to make your own way. And in the end, the one thing you need to have had, like, done, I guess, is just be yourself. Yeah. Be who you want to be. Don't be who other people want you to be.
0: Don't be who you think other people want you to be. Either.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just find yourself. That's what high school is for. Yeah. Find yourself. Find who you are. Find who you want to surround yourself with. And do that. Yeah. And that's what you need to do during high school.
0: Yeah, exactly. Have no shame in what your interests are. Especially if, you know, they're seeing, like, cosplaying or being really into mountain biking. Never be ashamed of what you're passionate about because... I think the most attractive thing and not even like romantically attractive, but like that attracts other people to you is when you're passionate about something. When you're passionate about something, it shines and it shows through and you're going to call people towards you. And those people are going to be like-minded people. And those people are going to be true like you. So, um, I strongly believe in just being true to yourself and showing what you're passionate about and ignore the haters. Yes. Okay. I think that wraps well, it up.
1: Yeah, I think it does. Um, you know, this week has been an interesting one. Yeah. AP testing is done. Mm-hmm. Minecraft has occurred. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know... It's made it through. That's that's what matters. Well, it is
0: Tuesday, so.
1: Well, shush.
0: <laughs> what do you have to look forward to this week, or what has one really good thing happened to you?
1: Ooh, you know, I had an eye appointment. Yeah? Uh, today. My prescription got stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, last time I went, my prescription got stronger also. Yep. And I my glasses have not been my right prescription for a long
0: time.
1: But now that's going to change next week. Woo! Yeah. So I'm excited for that.
0: That's awesome. What about you? Well, I found my roommate and I'm hyped because she's super cool and I'm excited about that and it feels good to kind of like have that be ready and I've been coming. And yeah. That is going to be All for this week. Uh, You can find. All of our things. On our website. uh, LHSPatriotPress.com And then our Instagram page. Which is. Liberty Patriot Press. You'll find all of those articles we talked about. In the COVID-19. Uh tab explorer page front page you'll find them Uh, please tune in next time and listen have a great day everyone and a wonderful week